Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The following podcast is a production of the Factual Data Creation Facility. Welcome back to the OFNT Podcast, episode 130, Tax and Spend Until the End. Come on, man. If you have anything running on iOS or macOS, you need to update your devices now. Seems a vulnerability has been discovered, which, if exploited, can hand total control of your device over to malicious actors. And we can't have that now, can we? No. What is a vaccine, asked journalist Kim Iverson. Aren't they supposed to prevent you from getting a virus? Hmm. She posits that the definition has been changed because of COVID. China. And I agree. It turns out Elon Musk might have been right as the former head of Twitter's security backs his claim of out-of-control spam bot accounts, amongst other things. And finally, you can now purchase the original Peloton bike from Amazon starting this week. This is the first time you can buy this from other than directly from the company. Why has Peloton done this? Well, the tech section of this show just might have the answer for you. Here's some tech news. Well, there's trouble in spinning cycle land as both Soul Cycle, and that's S-O-U-L, not S-O-L-E, and Peloton continue to raise prices and cut staff and locations. In the case of the once very popular Soul Cycle, well, at least around here they were popular, whose zenith seemed to be before COVID hit, well, the company has announced it is shuttering 83 cycling studios, and that's some 25% of its total. The closings also end Soul Cycle's foray into Canada. Soul Cycle is also laying off 75 employees, mainly their most popular instructors, who happen to make the higher salaries. See how that goes? During the pandemic lockdown, Soul introduced an at-home bike, which of course was modeled after Peloton. Well, that bike will set you back some $2,500, so that's been reduced to $1,900 on occasion. To use the bike, you have to pay $40 per month a la Peloton or be a member of the parent company's Equinox Gym, which is one of the most expensive gyms you can join. I know I can't afford it. So what happened? After the lockdowns were lifted, those that would go to these studios had either bought themselves the SoulCycle home version or Peloton. Now, most reviews I've read pitting SoulCycle against Peloton say Peloton is the winner. That's mainly because of the diversity of workouts available and, of course, the instructors. SoulCycle is based on riding to a beat and doing weird upper body movements while riding. Now, that's something that seems to appeal to female riders more than their male counterparts, if I may say. Peloton features a leaderboard in in-depth analytics, while Sol doesn't include this in their program. 
And Sol doesn't have a standalone digital app for a discounted price like Peloton does. Peloton itself has cut all domestic manufacturing and has raised prices on the company's hardware while cutting back on its retail store presence. The company laid off around 250 members of its customer service workers and those that weren't laid off will be working remotely. Future deliveries and customer service will be, of course, contracted out. At least Peloton didn't fire any of its instructors, who are the main reason the company was able to get so popular in the first place, in my opinion. They're the only reason I stick with the Peloton digital app versus Apple Fitness Plus. I find I have nothing in common with the current stable of Apple's instructors, and they seem to assume everyone is a 20-something fitness star. Though I like most of Peloton's U.S.-based instructors, it's the U.K. ones that keep me coming back for more. Their music selection has a lot to do with that. So what happened to Peloton? Well, the founders either assumed the lockdowns were permanent or more likely that people wouldn't go back to the gym after they were lifted. They were partially right, using Soul as an example, Soul Cycle as an example. A lot of people haven't gone back to the gym, and those that did are joining gyms like Planet Fitness, which charges $10 per month versus the $30 per month other gyms charge. You know, even my pre-pandemic gym, Crunch Fitness, which used to charge around $12 per month, now charges $20 per month for a basic membership. With the Peloton digital app and others like it, you no longer need the gym to feature classes, group classes. Just bring your phone or tablet and you're good to go. That's what I do. Peloton expanded too fast and are paying the price for it. That being said, if I were to buy a cycle which is locked into a service, I would buy a Peloton. Now that the original Peloton bike is for sale on Amazon.com, I think many people would pick one up as winter closes in. The date for Apple's yearly iPhone event has been announced. It will take place on Wednesday, September 7th. New iPhones and watches, as usual, will be introduced, and maybe we'll see some new AirPods Pro. I have no interest in these, but what I would like to see are new models of the HomePods, specifically the HomePod MIDI. This model would be smaller than the original HomePods, but larger than the current HomePod Minis. This hypothetical MIDI model would replace my cheap, well, for Sonus anyway, IKEA Sonus speakers, which have been having a problem staying connected to my Apple TV via AirPlay lately. One can hope, but I'd wager that these new HomePods will be a no-show. <laughs> Check I'm using. As some of you may know, and maybe experiencing, the older you get, the more health problems you seem to develop. In my case, it's hypothyroidism, high cholesterol, and high blood pressure. I'm into the highs. Being that my new primary health care physician only wants to see me every six months versus the three months my last doctor demanded, I decided to get serious about monitoring my blood pressure and one of the causes of it and the high cholesterol, which is my weight which had crept up on me during the COVID lockdowns. China. I've already dropped over 30 pounds due to my reinstated exercise program, but that last 30 pounds that if lost would put me back in fighting trim seems to be eluding me. A change in diet would help and I'm working on it. 
So I replaced my high-end Omron branded blood pressure monitor, which had a multitude of features but never seemed to align even remotely with the doctor's office, with a medically certified and unfortunately much more expensive model from Welsh Elin, the same company which equips my doctor's office. Now, it doesn't have all the bells and whistles of the Omron model it replaced, but it's a heck of a lot more accurate, almost matching the reading I'd just gotten from my visit to the doctor. I replaced my high-tech Y scale with a Welsh Allen scale, which does nothing but weigh you, and then again, it's medically certified too. I'm still using the Y scale for body composition, bone and muscle readings, etc., though. Hopefully, these will help me on my health journey. Oh, I also cut way down on consuming energy drinks, and you know what? My blood pressure has been steadily returning to normal levels. Go figure. And speaking of health, if you're a regular listener, then you know I battled a COVID infection last month. It took me three weeks to get over it. My Aura Smart Ring, which in the past, and I've bragged about this, had warned me when I was about to get sick at least a day early, failed to do so this time. It didn't see the viral infection I was about to battle, giving me glowing numbers the day before I became symptomatic. Even on the day the fever appeared, the app told me all was kind of okay. The following day, the software did pick up on my state, but a couple days later said, hey, you're doing well, though I was still feverish and wasn't feeling good at all. Now, I don't blame the hardware, the ring itself. I blame the new software. In my opinion, the algorithm is trying to do too much. Very disappointed with it. Well, I'm sure Aura is working on this and they're going to make it better. At least I hope they are. And finally for this section, a couple of episodes ago, I told you about my sole indoor cycle braking. The right pedal crank had sheared right off. Well, I contacted customer service, which is, well, appears to be based in the USA, and kudos to Seoul for that, who promised to send replacement parts and that a technician would be making contact soon after. Well, a few days after the call, a box of parts arrived at the old fart household, and I awaited the call from the repair technician, which never came. I called Seoul customer service again, and they gave me a phone number where I could reach them at. I called and left a message, figuring I was in for a round of phone tag. You know, I've had bad experiences in the past with the repair of exercise equipment, with one repairman destroying a Nordetrack recumbent bike he was supposed to repair. You know, that thing never did get fixed. A day later, I received a call from the technician, and we set up an appointment. The technician and his helper arrived and on time and were professional, at least compared to the drunk that had shown up to repair my recumbent cycle all those years ago. Upon seeing it was a cycle and not an elliptical machine, they were both relieved and surprised that the pedal crank had sheared off, stating that they had never seen this happen with the Soul brand before. They guessed it was a defect in the casting of the part. They were relieved because an elliptical machine would be harder to repair. They then complimented me on performing the basic maintenance on the bike, which somehow was obvious to them, and then got to work. Well, it took them about 30 minutes to change everything out, and I'm now back at it. It was a pleasure dealing with Soul and the technicians they contracted with. 
If you're in the market for a light commercial piece of exercise equipment, I wholeheartedly recommend Soul Fitness. You can't beat the quality and lifetime warranty they offer for the price. I'm still thinking of treating myself to a fully commercial cycle in the future, though, or perhaps giving in and going the Peloton route. There's still something to be said, though, about a open platform. Entertainment news. Well, not much happening here as the industry gears up for fall television series and movies. Peacock, the NBC television network streaming service, will start next day streaming of network shows come September. That's after pulling them back from Hulu. If this keeps happening, eventually there'll be nothing left on the Hulu service. You'll be subscribing to dozens of separate services costing you hundreds of dollars per month. Now, the only way around this that I can see is what I call subscription juggling. Say you want to watch HBO Max's new House of Dragons series. Well, you just wait for the season to conclude, then subscribe to the service and binge watch it. After you finish watching it, cancel the service. It's very inconvenient, but it'll save you money. If you just have to watch a series as it's airing, I guess you could subscribe to the service it's appearing on for a few months, you know, the normal time for a series to complete a season, and then cancel it. And speaking of Peacock, they have a prequel series for the John Wick movies I'd like to watch. I'll probably use the method I just described to watch it. Paying for another streaming service monthly is the last thing I need to do. Podcasting news. It's being reported that some podcasts are accepting payments of $5,000 or more for someone to be a guest on their show. The problem is that these shows aren't disclosing this. If the guest is paying to appear on the show, well, you'd have to assume that the questions asked during this so-called interview will be controlled. So what you're getting is a podcast version of those television infomercials that were so popular in the late 1990s. Heck, even that old hack, Larry King, hosted a bunch of these so-called interviews. It just goes to show you how commercialized podcasting has become. You know, I've received emails in the past asking if I would like to interview certain people, but I've turned them down. Firstly, because I'm not set up yet for remote interviews, and secondly, the interviewee had nothing in common with the topic of this show. This told me that no one had even bothered to listen to the OFNT podcast before contacting me. I guess they didn't even bother to check my audience, or is that audience? Hmm. To see how many people actually listen to this show. If they had, they probably wouldn't have bothered to get in touch with me in the first place. Google's YouTube has announced that it will have a separate section dedicated to podcasts. Well, this kind of makes sense. Right after this announcement, though, that publicly funded whore of a network, National Public Radio, or as it's better known as NPR, announced that it will be putting 20 of its podcasts on this dedicated channel. Of course, this leftist Democratic Party mouthpiece would do so. They need that ad money to fund all that expensive studio equipment they buy. What they should be doing is offering a better salary for journalists to get top-notch candidates, not the fresh-out-of-school or the soon-to-be-retired ones they employ now. Maybe that extra money could buy true impartiality instead of the leftists 
elitist agenda fueled by the World Economic Forum drivel we're subjected to now by this network. Guess I'm warming up for the rant here, huh? Hmm. Anyway, this is a good move by YouTube. After I retire, I'll be looking into putting this or whatever show I come up with on YouTube. Then you could tell me that I have a face for radio, I guess. Then again, that would mean I'd have to get into video editing. Time for a rant. Well, with the passage of the misnamed Inflation Reduction Act and the forgiveness of some student loan borrowers' debts, I guess it's safe to say we have a good old tax and spend administration, something the also misnamed Democratic Party is known for. The Democratic Party leaders keep giving lip service to taxing the rich, but what a lot of slugs such as myself fail to realize is that the elites in government consider the middle class an aberration and are attempting to tax it into oblivion. They're never going to tax the rich because they're the rich themselves. An independent middle class stands in the way of the elite's goal of complete dependence on an all-powerful government. While in the cards for years, the pandemic seems to have hastened the implementation of measures to make this a reality. So keep an eye out for FedDirect, the digital dollar, insect protein in lieu of animal protein, farmland being turned into apartment complexes, universal income, digital identification of all sorts, and many more programs that our youth is and has been being prepared for within our school system. Years ago, some conscientious educators were sounding the alarm on this and at the time calling it the dumbing down of America. Do you remember that? Their concerns fell mostly upon deaf ears. Instead of reading, writing, arithmetic, and critical thinking skills, which have all been deemed racist now, we have inclusion and equity classes, critical race theory, and gender studies. These things are not new. This is how Marxism takes root. Think Mao's Great Leap Forward and the Cultural Revolution. Those programs accomplish what the elites are attempting worldwide. The rewriting and erasing of history and its artifacts, statues and museums being an example of that. In order to do so, you must divide society by income, race, religion, whatever. What I'm trying to say here is that it's not black versus white, Jew versus Christian, rich versus poor any longer. It's elites and government versus the people now. Hear the music? Yeah, I do too. That means episode 130 is coming to an end. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you and hope you found it worth your while. You can always contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. You can tell me what things you liked or disliked about the show. I'd love hearing from you. I really would. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Now, go enjoy the summer while you still can, and in the process, get off my lawn. I'm out. I'll see you next week. And remember, stay skeptical. Take care.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.